0: Welcome to the Women's Wellness Psychiatry Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Anna Glazer, MD, a reproductive and integrative psychiatrist, here to help you make sense of the complex world of women's mental health. If your goal is to improve your emotional well being, find fulfillment, and feel like your best self, you're in the right place. Welcome, my listener friends. This week's podcast is coming out on March 8th, which is International Women's Day. International Women's Day is a global celebration of social, political, cultural, economic, and all of the contributions of women, while also taking a moment to call to action to move us closer to equity and equality and diversity and inclusion. There are so many topics that we could discuss here. This entire podcast, in fact, is dedicated towards women's issues. And the last International Women's Day last year, we discussed a combination of Reproductive rights and gender inequity, particularly in the home, in many heterosexual, cisgendered households. The theme this year in 2023, which if you're interested, you can read a little bit more about on the UN's website, focuses on how technology can help empower and educate women around the world and how to protect the online rights of women and girls. So let's talk a little bit more about this, how technology impacts women's mental health and more specifically, how media and social media impact mental health. When I'm talking about media and social media, I think we all know what those terms mean, social media referring to Facebook, Instagram, and many others, and then media also referring to things like television, magazine, billboards, and most data suggests that about three quarters of Americans use social media, and really, I would say, Everyone is subjected to media more generally in the form of television, magazines, and there are positive and negative impacts of that kind of exposure. Let's talk about that a little. bit. There are positive impacts related to things like connection, education, and entertainment, especially during the COVID time, but then there's also negative impacts related to anxiety, fear, worry, disconnection. And potentially self judgment and self doubt, as well as polarization. Nothing is all positive or all negative, and that's the case with media and social media as well. Here are some examples to think about that demonstrate positive and negative impacts of media and social media. And as you're listening to these examples, think a little bit about how these examples might track with your own experiences. For example, a patient who might be unexpectedly pregnant and turns to online informational websites to learn about what to expect. This is something that so many of my patients do when they found themselves pregnant, either planned or unplanned, and they're looking for some additional information about what are some things that I should potentially eat during my pregnancy? What are some things that I should expect? When should I contact my doctor? There's a lot of information out there and turning to reputable online informational sources can be a really good resource. Another helpful use of online social media could be things like mom's discussion groups for recommendations. So many of my patients, as well as my friends and family members, often turn to various kinds of online groups for asking important questions. For example, Do you have a local recommendation for a great nanny? Or who might you recommend as a doula? All of these kinds of questions can often be discussed in various online forums. There's many online resources that I recommend to my patients. Things like support groups for perinatal mood and anxiety disorders, or blogs and guides about women's mental health. There's a lot of online resources for women's mental health, and this is one of those positive examples that promote connection and education. There's also some really helpful online tools for networking, for things like new jobs and advocacy. If you're someone who feels maybe somewhat stagnant in your career you're looking for other options and opportunities, turning to online resources, whether it's social media or other kinds, can be really helpful to connect with others, to learn more and to potentially make some headway in the job search. And then there's advocacy. This is something about which I'm quite passionate, and I myself turn to various kinds of online groups and discussions and networking events that allow me to connect with others who are trying to advocate for women's mental health opportunities in the context of perinatal mood and anxiety disorders, for example or other kinds of mental health initiatives for women and mothers. And finally, online resources can be really helpful for creation of female-only or women-only centered places for support and connection. For example, a young woman who may have gone through a traumatic experience may be much more comfortable connecting in a woman-only support network rather than more generally online. And so This is one of many examples. There's connection, there's education, there's networking, there's resources and recommendations, and there's support systems available online, all of which are examples of the positive impact of media and particularly social media on women's mental health. The next thing I want to talk a little bit about are some of the negative examples of media and social media on women's mental health. One experience that I've had repeatedly over the last several years is that in the days or weeks following a challenging experience in the world, for example, this has happened in the context of the pandemic, certain kinds of election results, mass shootings, other kinds of national and local and regional negative events, a lot of my patients present with almost a trauma-like response to these kinds of current events leading to potentially recurrence of PTSD-like symptoms. This isn't unexpected, given how our media often tends to report on negative events. For purposes of ratings and viewership, media often creates an increased and heightened arousal experience in its viewers and listeners in order to ensure that there's ongoing emotional Experience. And that experience, that emotional experience, is often one of fear and anxiety. And so people are tuning in to learn more, but it's at the negative consequence of their mental health. So sometimes one of the recommendations that I give my patients is to withdraw themselves from this kind of constant barrage of negative media and information. There are ways to obtain the information and to be informed without necessarily subjecting oneself to that kind of constant barrage of negativity. So that's one example of the negative impact of media and social media on mental health. Another example is what happens oftentimes with social media, seeing others on social media as examples of standards that oftentimes are unachievable, and that can lead to negative self-image and often unattainable expectations. This is something that has been researched quite a bit in particularly adolescents and young girls and something that affects adult women as well. I have a number of patients that talk to me about seeing others on social media posting rather unattainable expectations, usually of motherhood. There is this image created of the quote-unquote perfect or ideal mother that is not attainable and not realistic. And it can lead to, if you're comparing yourself to that kind of idealized version, it can lead to thoughts of self-judgment, of negativity, a sense of failure, a sense of inadequacy, all of these kinds of negative emotional experiences of oneself when constantly presented with these kinds of unachievable, unattainable standards. The next way in which media and social media can have a negative impact on mental health is that it can sometimes sow discord among family and friends based on some of the polarization that is created by the media. And finally, there's the time spent. The time spent scrolling on social media or playing on one's phone can sometimes take away from your goals of spending time perhaps with your children or with your family or on a project. And then there's the psychological consequences of that. Feeling unaccomplished or inadequate or distant or disconnected. So, there's both positive and negative impacts of social media. And that means that it's important to think about your own specific use of media and social media. Is it helpful or is it harmful in your life? And likely it's both. It's often important to ask some more specific questions to figure out its impact specifically on you and your world. Asking questions like, When do I use media? Is it taking away time from other activities that are important? Sleep, for example. Are you spending time in the evenings scrolling through Instagram or other social media? And then that's impacting your ability to fall asleep, both because of the blue light, but also because of the content and how it can stimulate your brain. So, when are you using the media and social media? And is it impacting your function in other ways? Next, asking the question of what is my purpose in using this media are you looking for information on a particular topic for example what are the open jobs in the area or what is a good recommendation for a pediatrician in my neighborhood the more specific the purpose likely the more positive and helpful the information can be the the one caveat to that of course is if you're someone who might be prone to anxiety and goes down what I call a, a research rabbit hole, and sometimes putting a stock to that, even if it's a really specific question, can actually be protective for mental health. And then finally, the question of, how do I feel afterwards? Name the emotional experience after you've closed your phone or your laptop, whatever you're using, to engage with the media or social media, how do you feel afterwards? Is it a positive emotional experience? Do you feel like you've connected? And there's often a positive em- emotional impact of that social connection? Or is there an increase in anxiety or worry? Name your emotion after you've spent some time with media and think about whether or not it's an emotion that you want to perpetuate. Asking when do you use it and how is it impacting functioning? What is your purpose in using it? And how do you feel afterwards are three important questions. And finally, consider doing an experiment. See what it would be like to take a particular type of media or social media and try coming off for about a week and see if that makes a difference in your emotional experience. And you can do that for various different types of media and social media. You could spend a week, for example, not turning on the television and seeing what kind of impact there might be there. You could take a week and decide that you're not going to log into your Facebook or Instagram account and see what kind of impact there might be there. Really just doing an experiment and seeing if there's a difference in your emotional and psychological well-being at the end of that experiment to help you answer these questions about whether or not media or certain types of social media are helpful or harmful in your world. On this International Women's Day, let's keep in mind that technology, media, and social media can do both, and it's important to really make sure it's an individual decision that's right for you and your psychological well-being. Thanks for joining me for this week's episode. As you know, my goal is to share with you the most helpful information that moves you towards emotional well-being. If you have suggestions or questions, I'd love to hear those. And I also always appreciate a rating that will help others find this valuable content. I'm looking forward to connecting with you again next week. Please note that while I am a clinical doctor, this podcast is not a substitute for nor should be taken as medical advice. No specific health advice is being given on this podcast, and no physician-client relationship is created by you listening to this podcast. All information provided on this podcast is for informational purposes only.